Palm Alexander for the Inner Zone Network. I want to tell you about a newest sponsor, Missouri Sports Bar and Grill. They've been in business for over 40 years. They're located at 701 Tucker Boulevard. They're the new home of the XFL STL Talk Show. Give them a call, 314-202-8791 if you want to place the order. Remember, they stay open at 3 a.m., and they're going to be the home where we'll be doing our tailgate for home and away games. That is Missouri Sports Bar and Grill, located at 701 Tucker Boulevard. They make you feel like at home because you are at home. Welcome to the A-Train Show. Radio personality, Isis Jones. I appreciated being appreciated. Sometimes yeah. that little thing alone can, can go a long way where somebody says, yeah, we, we might need you. And, and better yet, it was time. You know, I, I think the climate in St. Louis is, is, is good. Um, we always talk about the negativity, not, and I always have a, a tendency to bring a, a lot more positivity to the situation. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. I think y'all needed me. On the In The Zone Network. Hello, it is the one and only Brendalyn Marie of Black Girls Interrupted coming to tell you about the ultimate mommy makeover giveaway. Black Girls Interrupted has collaborated with Lauren Spearman of The Bounce Back Advocate to give away the ultimate mommy's day out. We are talking about hair, nails, wardrobe styling, and then to top it off, a photo shoot and dinner with myself and Lauren. So in order to get more information about this amazing giveaway, Make sure you are following Black Girls Interrupted and the official Lauren on Instagram. The mom must be available on February 8th all day because we are snatching her up and we will return her better than ever. So, again, Black Girls Interrupted on Instagram and the official Lauren. Bye. It's gone and you're slipping into City to city, state to state. Worldwide, you are in the zone, baby. City to city, state to state, worldwide. You listen to the in the zone never. Palmer Alexander, aka the living legend, KIL. One album to kill, but kill, still kill. Joining me in studio today to talk some NBA before he goes on to do his show, The Price Check, Josh Price. What's up, brother? How you doing, man? I'm good, man. Always a great day to be an NBA fan, so <laughs> I'm good. You know, we're getting close to an uh, all-star break and then, um, yes, you know, then the trade deadline. Um, I know you got a big I know you got a big show, so I'm, I'm Make sure that going to leave a lot uh, on the bone for you, uh, for your show. But I do want to make sure, you know, run down some stuff that, that I was just thinking about yeah. um, that I don't know whether that you're going to cover or not. And been watching a lot of, of NBA lately, and we was talking about it off the air. And listen, in the, in the East, without a doubt, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks is the team to be. And, you know... Um, I think we had this conversation about Giannis, and and I think we both were saying, okay, he's at he's added the three in transition. Yeah. Then the other thing was, okay, when he started adding that mid range jumper, look out. Saw that in that win uh, against the Brooklyn Nets, 
and when I when I saw that he had he was he was like twenty nine and twelve, no dunks. No dunks. No dunks. That's that's the key right there. <laughs> so Giannis, I got the pleasure to actually go see him in person a couple years ago. So this is we're talking the season before last year when he won the MVP. I saw him play in Denver. Um, great matchup actually between him and Jokic uh, for the Nuggets, but. The one thing I noticed about him in person, and I, I've kind of noticed it more and more watching those games here since, he's so comfortable doing things at that size that you just would not expect somebody that big to be comfortable with. So, like, all of his movement looks so fluid. He's comfortable taking hits while going to the rim. He's comfortable taking jump shots, knowing that they may not go in, but he knows that that repetition is what's going to make him better. And you see that starting to slowly come into place now where I think he's shooting something like 32% from three-point yeah, range, yeah. up from like 23 or 24% last year. And he was the MVP last year. Yeah. And all of his numbers, I think maybe with the exception of assists, are up. So – He's got the Bucks playing well. Coach Buzz got the Bucks playing well. I really thought they were going to miss Malcolm Brogdon. Me too. Me, and, me too. And we actually had a conversation on my way home one day about this. <laughs> um, I thought Malcolm Brogdon was going to be a big, you know, missing piece for them. And while he's gone on to play tremendously in Indiana, they have not missed a beat without him. They've got guys like DiVincenzo filling in, oh, Connaughton filling in. Like, everybody's George, picking up I side. think George Hill – Yes. Is, is has has I think he's playing I think probably the best in his career as as a starter and he's overtaken the job that was meant for Eric Bledsoe. Yeah, and, and he gets to just play with no pressure. Like you play next to arguably the best player in the league. We just need to rely on you to make smart basketball decisions and hit open shots when you know when they're there. That's the easiest job in basketball to me. You all you got to do is just be ready to shoot, and then also make good passes when that time you know comes. That's you know making the job easier is what has allowed them to go out and consistently win. They're not just winning like you know one point and you know one possession games. Like they are beating teams by 10, 15 points every single night. And I'm gonna tell you something else. I think that uh, you know having having both of the Lopez brothers. Um, not really have to really depend on them. All you just need those guys to do is to, to block and rebound. And, and Chris Middleton, you know, get you know, get getting his shots. Uh, this team is is a, is a lot deeper than than, than I than I gave them uh, credit for. And and, and Budenhauser uh, is 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 on his way too. I think being you know being the coach of the year so far. Well, so cause, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe he won coach of the year last year. Um, did he win in Atlanta too? Because uh, he did Atlanta, win in Atlanta. Because okay. I mean, they won like sixty. They won games. sixty games, and their best players were Kyle Korver, Al Horford, and Paul Millsap. Like it, that sounds like a hell of a coaching job <laughs> and, to me. And, and, Je- and Jeff T was just starting point guard. Exactly. So that is know, correct. Yeah. From the both of you. So you know, whenever you can pull that off, you're a hell of a coach. Um, Got an argument for a couple different coaches for Coach of the Year this year just because I feel like they're sure. specifically Billy Donovan in OKC and Taylor oh, yes, Jenkins yes, in yes, Memphis. Yes, yes. They've had a lot less to work with. But at the end of the day, what he's doing with that roster and basically now putting them in a position to be able to play multiple types of styles of basketball, 
that's what's going to help them get over the hump in the playoffs like they were not able to last year. And that was the thing, too, going back to George Hill. I think that's what is so helpful for them, too, because of the championship pedigree that he does have. I don't think that a lot of people give him, you know, the credit, you know, that that he has, uh, the success that he had uh, in the postseason. You know, hey, listen, everybody make mistakes. He did in that finals against uh, Golden State. Uh, But, hey, you saw what he did with the Spurs. Uh, He obviously knows uh, Budenhauser, you know, because they put the Spurs together. So I think that's a great fit. Yeah, and I I think having veterans, like, that's something that gets lost in today's NBA because it's basically like, okay, if we're not a championship team, we need to be tanking or, you know, preparing ourselves for a rebuild. Um, And Milwaukee's one of those teams that has been really smart about the acquisitions that they make and bringing guys that – have not only demonstrated that they can play basketball at a high level, but demonstrated that they can do that in person situations. That is the voice of Josh Price. He is the host of the Price Check on the In the Zone Network. We're going city to city, state to state, worldwide. Now, keeping with the with the East, and you know the 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 second best team in the East right now is the Miami Heat. Yes, sir. And. Jimmy Butler looks happy. Um, they've done a great job of assembling this team. They are a legit threat. I think they're maybe one player away, really. Right. Um, the 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 move, you know, trading Hassan uh, Whiteside. And what do you think about this? They go into the summer being with seventy million dollars of cap space. That they are going to like. I feel like people have forgotten the fact that Pat Riley pulled off <laughs> bringing LeBron James and Chris Bosh to join Dwayne Wade. Now, again, they were all friends, and there were some conversations that they had together. But at the end of the day, Pat Riley had to be the one to give them that confidence and say, "Okay, this is the place to do this." Um, he's not just going to sit by and let the Miami Heat be mediocre, and he's definitely not going to do that for a long period of time. So. They might be a little bit ahead of schedule now. Like you said, they maybe one player away from truly being a championship contender. But having $70 million in cap space to work with allows you to manipulate your roster in a way that a lot of other teams won't have a chance. And then you have South Beach as your backdrop. Oh, you look, <laughs> you you tell me you give me $1 million to come and live in South Beach for you. Look, tell me where to sign. So they've already got a cornerstone in Jimmy Butler. They got young guys on that roster. Kendrick Nunn, Tyler Hero, Bam. Out of, Bam is one of my favorite players in the NBA to watch because of the fact that just he does so much outside of what you see in a box score for them. And he really just plays basketball very, very smart and very, very hard on a nightly basis. The old school, as, as they say, like, it's like in, in the 90s, Right, I yep. mean, a guy, a guy like that, um, you know, I think of a guy like like an Odin Polony, somebody that that's 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 strong and physical, but he's so young, right? Yes. He's so young, and the way that a lot of these big men are developing now, it's just scary what he's going to be able to do four, five years from now. Oh my gosh! So like, he's already basically able to guard three or four different positions on the basketball court. He's blocking shots. He's getting rebounds. He's getting rebounds on the offensive end. So just to think about how he's going to continue to grow, especially not being somebody that you have to, like, 
rely on to go and like lead your team and scoring on a given night and things like that. He can just go be a guy that fits in. Mm -hmm. That's going to be what's going to allow him to really be like a Draymond-esque type of player moving forward. What are your thoughts on the Toronto Raptors? I mean, currently, right? I mean, right now, as we're recording, it's the 31 and 14. Yep. And, uh, uh, statistically tied with, with the Heat, um, there still hasn't been much of a drop off since uh, Kawhi Leonard, uh, you know, went off in the, in the trade. I mean, Normal Powell has been playing lights out and playing some of the best basketball of, of his career so far. Uh, been averaging over 20 points a game, I think maybe eight or nine games uh, in, in a row. Yep. And, you know, he's one of those guys that a lot of casual NBA fans don't know about, but he can ball. Oh, yeah, and he just a walking bucket. Like, <laughs> like, hey, you need me to go score now? Okay, cool, I got you. <laughs> it, it, it's that easy. Like, okay, you give me the ball, it's going in the bucket, and that's, that's his mentality. And it's, it's really – fun to watch a team like Toronto where there's really not a whole lot of household names. It's just a bunch of guys who love playing basketball and they give every single thing that they got on a you know game-to-game basis and they actually play well together. Like the, the team aspect in basketball gets lost a lot now. Um, and they're a team of just guys who have gelled and really grown together and you got guys like you know Siakam, Powell who have been drafted by the team they've taken their lumps whether it be g league or you know not getting playing time early and just kind of being thrown into the fire and every time they get thrown into the fire they respond positively that is the voice of josh price he hosts the price check on the real in the zone network we're going city to city state to state worldwide you're listening in the zone and this is the network so josh who else uh in the east that i mean that you like i mean on paper I mean, I got Milwaukee winning. I think I wouldn't be surprised if the Heat would come out of the, out of the East. I don't think they could win the title, right. but I wouldn't be surprised to see them come out of the East. The only team I do I can see win the title are, are the Bucks. Uh, what are the other teams in the East that you think of have a legit shot of making it to the finals? Because again, like I just said. Outside of the Bucks, I don't see nobody else in the East beating the Lakers or the Clippers in the finals. I just don't. No. So, if we're talking about simply making the finals, I think, honestly, everybody that's in that top six in the East right now has a chance. Um, do I think all of them have a chance to beat either of the two L.A. teams? No, I, I fully agree with you. If it's not Giannis and the Bucks, I don't think anybody in the East can actually win the championship. Um, Philly just doesn't have enough shooting. And that's a team that I picked to win the East at the beginning of the season. Um, and I just, the more and more I watch them, and of course now with Embiid being out, I just really feel like at some point they're going to have to break up that Embiid-Simmons combo. Do you think that they play better without Embiid? Because to me it looks like uh, Ben Simmons plays with a lot more freedom. Uh, you know, with, without Embiid, and it seems like the ball moves a little bit more. Uh, Embiid is a great player. He he, yeah. he really is. But it, I just think that guys like uh, Simmons are, are, are franchise cornerstone type of players, yeah. and they can affect the game in so many ways, and he still haven't uh, developed that jump shot yet. Yeah, and so if I – we're picking one of the two to build around, it would be Ben. 
And the reason for that is he plays defense at a high level. He does not shoot, but at the same time, if you put him on a roster similar to what like the Bucks have around Giannis, where you could put him on the court, whether it's technically the point guard or technically at the five or whatever, and just put shooters around him, your offense opens up tremendously. Not to say that Embiid isn't a great player because he is, but you also have much more of a health concern with Embiid than you do with Simmons. You've you know, seen him have his times where he would prefer to take threes or take you know the 20-foot jump shot versus being on the block and actually banging in the post. So just a lot more question marks for me with Embiid than you do with Simmons. And eventually I'm hoping for him that he decides to take that leap and take more jump shots. But right now he doesn't technically need it. No, no, he don't. He, he, he don't. And I don't know, man. I just thought that the um, Sixers – they were so close, in my opinion. Yeah. And, you know, I think, too, losing uh, T.J. McConnell was big. And I and I know uh, losing J.J. Redick was big. Yeah, now, J.J. Uh, was, was uh, a real big loss for me. Now, Carmaz uh, um, uh, yep. uh, has definitely stepped up uh, his, his shooting. I, I, I know I probably tore his name up. But uh, he's, been, he's, he's been balling out. But I, that's still not enough – to me, that's not enough shooting uh, for the 76ers. and uh, they 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 don't have they don't have enough. No, no, they still. That's another team that's still a oh, piece, maybe even two away, just because they don't have the depth. And when you don't have shooting, you don't have depth. That really limits what you can do. And then if you're gonna go into the playoffs, where you know you run out a lineup that includes Simmons and Horford and Embiid, teams are gonna have a field day making those guys chase smaller players. Yeah, yeah. That's the voice of Josh Price. He hosts the Price Check on the In the Zone Network. We're going city to city, state to state. And this segment is sponsored by Missouri Sports Bar and Grill. So, one more thing on, on the East. Well, a couple more things before we, we go on the on the West. And, you know, when I'm looking at the Eastern Conference, and so you got the, the 76ers, Currently at six at twenty nine and seventeen, yep. right? And their winning percentage is six thirty. But the drop off, right? That's the thing that's I don't. Know, it's kind of stunning, but it almost kind of reminds me how it was a few years ago. I remember how people used to talk about how bad the the Eastern Conference was, and the number seventeen, the Magic, is you know winning percentage is four fifty seven. Yeah. So that's a that's a huge, huge. that's a huge drop off. So th- I, that's why it makes it easier for me to be able to, you know, just looking, just on paper. If I wasn't watching hoop, I'm like, well, okay, why wouldn't Milwaukee come out? You know, right? I mean, just Who's just be the system type of thing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but um, unfortunately, though, there there are bottle feeders in in the East mm-hmm. and. There's some good players that are down there in our very own Bradley Bill. I'm balling out. Balling out. Balling out. And um, I saw I saw an interview that he had. I think it was after a loss against the Chicago Bulls. He was so frustrated. And and uh and my heart goes out to him because he I mean he's he's busting his ass. Yeah. He's busting his ass uh, for the Washington Wizards and he don't have um, I ain't gonna say he don't have a lot around because they got he got some players around him. He got some players around. Him. Uh, I I think they're still hurting not having Kelly Arube because yeah. I mean you look what he's doing in in, uh, 
in Washington, I'm not Washington, but in Phoenix, Phoenix yep. uh, not having John Wall uh, is 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 big. But to me, outside of Dame Lillard, is there a better guard in the NBA outside of Bradley Beal? Man, it's playing on a team like that. No, like, and I, Brad, is one of the guys I've, of course, in my high school basketball career got to share the same court. Brad Bill didn't didn't go quite well for my team, clearly. <laughs> but that's that's another podcast for another day. <laughs> but um, Brad is a guy that I feel bad for because I really wish we could see him on a contending team in a you know high pressure situation. We saw it a little bit few seasons ago when Washington took you know the Celtics to seven games in the second round and we saw how well he was able to play in big moments in game six in big moments in game seven would love to be able to see him on you know some teams even in the Western Conference that need a go-to score like that because he is I feel like he's this generation of basketballs like Ray Allen where everybody respects Ray everybody knows his game is that level but there's so many, so few moments where we really get to see it on the big stage early on. And the, the thing that I've noticed about him that, that he does a lot too uh, in that game that he played against Cleveland, I think he, he hit for 36. He goes into the post. Yeah. You know, he, he has he has that old school type of game that, that a guard would. Jordan would go down in the post. Uh, Kobe Bryant would go down the post. He's one of those yeah. guys, he'll go into the post, he'll work inside the post, he'll work outside. So he works the entire uh, floor. Uh, so many guys are in love with shooting three-pointers, and he has one of the best-looking jumpers. I, I mean, if I ever see, I yeah. never get tired of watching this guy shoot. And he doesn't even shoot a lot of threes, as he and, and he doesn't even need to because – you can't stop him from getting to the rack. I yeah. mean, really, you can't stop this guy. His offensive game is really well-rounded, and you can even see the change from when he first came into the league to now where he's just able to make and or take and make so many different types of shots on the basketball court now compared to what he used to be able to. He's a bonafide finisher. I got a bonafide podcaster. That is Josh Price of the Price Check. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about the Western Conference. All right? Cool. We're going city to city, state to state, worldwide. You're listening to In The Zone, and this is the network. This is In The Zone. Got tired of the broadcasting suck. Stop the beat. Stop the beat. No, no. Stop the beat. This shit ain't even petty. It, it was so bad. The broadcast was so bad that when I'm coming down from the sixth floor, just, just to tune the shit out, I did this. I'm humming all the way down to the first floor because I didn't want to hear his broadcasting on the In The Zone Network. Hi. Hey, this is Ashley Wright of The Sports With Ashley podcast. If you're a fan of the In The Zone Network like me, you need to get your hands on some network gear from our online store. We got t-shirts, hoodies, bags, towels, and more. It's all here for you, our In The Zone fan. 
So get your hands on the latest gear at the In The Zone Network online store. Remember, your order is 100% backed by Teespring Satisfaction Guarantee. Go online today at teespring.com slash in-the-zone-network. Palm Alexander for the In The Zone Network. I want to tell you about our newest sponsor, Missouri Sports Bar and Grill. They've been in business for over 40 years. They're located at 701 Tucker Boulevard. They're the new home of the XFL STL Talk Show. Give them a call, 314-202-8791 if you want to place the order. Remember, they stay open at 3 a.m., and they're going to be the home where we'll be doing our tailgate for home and away games. That is Missouri Sports Bar and Grill, located at 701 Tucker Boulevard. They make you feel like at home because you are at home. 